Welcome everybody to the Daddy Dom Unplugged, the podcast where we will be discussing BDSM, power exchange relationships, and pretty much everything else in between related to kink. My name is Jason, and I'm here with my co-host Uriel. Hey y'all. So this is it, man. It's our first podcast, our episode one. (laughs) Episode one. The Daddy Menace. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, man. So we have been talking about doing this for a while, but I uh, guess we, we finally uh, pulled the gun on it. Yeah, no, yeah. I'd, I'd say I'd say we're, we're, we're making do with what we got, right? So that's 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 pretty awesome. Whereas back then we probably didn't even have the, the mentality to make, make this happen, <laughs> given the circumstances. So that's 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 awesome. I yeah, think it was yeah. a I think it was a definitely a. <clears throat> I would say worth the wait. <clears throat> yeah, a few more, a few more days, you know, under our belts. Yeah. So, oh, man. I guess uh, for this first uh, episode, we're gonna talk a little bit about uh, the the daddy dom. <laughs> yeah, yeah, absolutely. And actually, I I would like to. <clears throat> sorry about that. I got a frog in my throat. I would like to begin on my end by issuing just uh you know just a follower you know all followers across and you know far and wide a huge apology this i have no idea what i'm doing <laughs> <laughs> so you know it's just it, it we're, I'm, I'm kind of just shooting from the hip right now and, and kind of having fun with it um and you know as, as hopefully there's some content there that, that will bring some value to if, if we could, if we could just sway from one view or one follower, that's that that's a win, you know. But um, but uh, but yeah, man, I'm 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 feels like I'm in a roller coaster right now. So I'm just you know, kind of bear with me. <laughs> nah, nah, you're good, man. So for those that don't know, uh, I am known as the Daddy Dom. I started the brand or the idea of the brand maybe like five years ago. I want to say. Um, it was all really leaning more towards apparel with a little bit of, you know, uh, focus on, on education. And I, I still think education is still our main, you know, focus point with the brand. Um, a lot of what I share, you know, has a lot to do with my experiences where I come from, you know, from the world of, of BDSM, (laughs) but, um, I guess uh, I'll start off where, like, kind of where it all started for me. <laughs> yeah, that's actually um, that's actually a good idea. I, I, and I'm probably <clears throat> well. You got one follower because I don't even know where this whole thing came from. I kind of came in later in the game, so <laughs> yeah. So you, I, I, I got to know what the skinny is. What made you tick? You know? Yeah. Um, so I I know this is gonna sound really really bad. But I want. I also feel like this is important because it's it's very often that people who get into this lifestyle or or attracted to it, they tend to start at a very young age. And BDSM has always been, you know, an adults only um, community, mm-hmm. and it's and it's an adults only community for you know for a reason. But. I still think it should be, we should, you know, it should be brought to light that, um, you know, our, 
our desires, you know, we kind of start realizing these things when, you know, we're 17. And I would even say that there's people who kind of know these things when they're even younger. Right. Um, but obviously, like, you know, we need to wait until we're consenting adults and, you know, we're legally allowed to do these things. Um, for me, I was 17 and I was actually dating this girl. And I'm not going to say her name because <laughs> she's uh, somewhat, uh, I would say, well-known uh, in the community. Not in the BDSM community, but um, in another community. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> um, yeah, she's she's actually, uh, she's uh, all I'll say is that she's like in that cheerleading dance community. And she's kind of made a name for herself. But at 17... Um, I was dating dating her and there was one moment when we were hanging out together and she was like, you know, kind of like poking the bear per se. Mm. And she just kept, you know, poking and poking and eventually it got to the point where, you know, I was like, girl, like stop. <laughs> <laughs> and this and was she was for, like sorry man, I, I didn't mean to cut you off, but this, she was like, you know, like what are you gonna do about it? And I was like, I'll show you what I'm gonna do about it, you know, and like I grabbed her by the throat and I pinched her down on the bed and it was like that moment like in itself, like you know, I was like so turned on and I was just you know, like, I didn't know who I was. I was like, what is, like, who am I right now? The Hulk, man. Uh, <laughs> and so from that moment on, you know, like, I kind of had this interest of, like, learning, like, okay, like, why was that such a hot moment? Why was it so, like, it was, I just want to, like, I want to say it was like eye-opening you know in some way like it was just like okay like there's more to you know sex and there's more to there's more to you know like a flirting and stuff you know that like um uh what's the word that I'm looking for um foreplay you right, know, right just like making out and stuff and so I started you know I was I was a senior at that time so I was you know like reading and and started kind of looking online where I shouldn't be <laughs> um Just, wow so is it safe to say that you were were you a late bloomer in the, in the search or was I just completely perverted at a younger age <laughs> <laughs> I mean like I was definitely doing a lot of bad stuff when I was young but as far as like my interest in kink, I was I would definitely say compared to some other people, I would probably say I was like a late bloomer. Um, which I know there's people that don't get into BDSM until they're like 30, man. Like Guilty. they just barely discover, you know. Yeah, yeah I know um, exactly what you're talking about. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but from that moment, you know, like I definitely started doing a lot more research and just you know looking stuff up on my own. Uh, you know, sadly, that relationship didn't work out. You know, we broke up and everything. <laughs> but you know, like it, that that seed was there, man. Like it, it was planted in my head, and I had to know more about it. Uh, the, the, so you know, yeah. 
No. Uh, what were you gonna say? I, 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 man, I had a train of thought. Well, actually, actually, I did. I did. Uh, so, I, I didn't mean to derail you on that one, but <clears throat> actually, I'm writing this one down because I gotta ask you this question. It's kind of one of those, uh, 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 what do you call it? like a, a paradox or something? <laughs> a paradoxical question. Um, but go on, go on with what you're saying. I'm writing it down as we speak. This is. It's a very good question. (laughs) (laughs) Um, And so, you know, come the end of, you know, senior year, I end up joining the the Marines. And, you know, I I go to boot camp, I go to my school. And uh, why get to my unit? And, you know, like, we're all guys, man. So sex is, you know, constantly brought up in conversation when you're bored. (laughs) <laughs> and you're away from you know your family and your friends and your girlfriend so you know what else are we going to talk about <laughs> cars sex you know guns and so at some point uh one of my mechanics for my tank is uh we somehow get into talking about like kinky sex and he brings up you know this uh this point about you know him and his wife have like this very like weird relationship where you know he's the dominant and she's the submissive and you know everybody's just kind of like brushing it off like oh yeah you know that's cool whatever um you know everybody was more i don't know exactly what we were talking about but you know (laughs) people were concerned about other stuff but you know everybody kind of goes their way and so like i'm like man i gotta ask this guy about this like that's kind of what i'm i'm trying to get into and uh-huh. so I find him, you know, at some other point during the day working at it on another tank. And I approach him and I'm like, hey, man, uh, you know, I, I heard you talking about like your relationship with your wife. I was like, I, I'm kind of trying to learn more about this. And he's, you know, he's excited because he's like, oh, all right, yeah, man, like, <laughs> what do you want to know? He's excited. And, oh, man. Poor choice. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and um so like you know we end up talking he ends up asking me a bunch of questions he's like all right man well he's like i he's like i think i have a party coming up you know um my wife's former master he lives out in malibu he's got a a big house and he constantly has you know these bsm fetish parties but you know let me let me find out if i if i can bring you Mm. and i'll let you know and i was like all right man that's cool and so, you know, two weeks later, you know, I see him every now and then. And, you know, I'm like asking him, like, hey, man, you find out anything? He's like, no, not yet. He's like, but I'll let you know. So the day of the party, it was on a Saturday. He, you know, calls me up. He's like, hey, man, he's like, you still want to go? And I'm like, yeah, man, like, when? Like, right now. <laughs> right. I was like, oh, man. <laughs> when the student God, ready, man. the master will appear, right? <laughs> Yeah, so he's like, get ready. I'm I'm, I'm on my way to pick you up from base. I'm like, all right, cool. So sure enough, man, you know, he, you know, gets there. We get in his car, drive out to Malibu. And uh, the name, I don't know if I can mention this, but I think I can. I'm not sure I can. It's free free publicity. Free publicity. Uh, um, but it was it was called Broken Door Manor was the name of the 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 house. Mm. I mean, he called it 
his name is Master D. Master D is very popular in in Los Angeles. He's a master. He has tons of experience, and he's actually a really, really sweet guy, man. Like the guy is really down to earth. Like he he helps a lot of people, and he's he's smart. Like he knows his shit.、Mm. Um, and so he called his house Broken Door Manor because. He literally takes the doors off the hinges and he puts them like on the sides of you know of, of each wall, and he has just like a curtain. So when he was having these parties, you know, he calls his house Broken Door Manor, and you literally walk through this you know this big door you know with like it's like got an arch and everything, and there's curtains, and as soon as you walk through these curtains, man, it's like a whole new different world. <laughs>、uh, And, bro, I I can't tell you, like, man, I walked through those curtains and I was just like, what the hell did I get myself into? <laughs>、uh, I was like, my eyes were, you know, open wide, and I was just like, okay, so we're we're doing this. <laughs> so it's gonna happen. All right.、Um, no, well, that's that's pretty crazy, man. You know, you, that's you. You know, you people are connected by the slightest of events, and then it just sets you on a, a new course that you know you didn't think was even possible. Yeah.、Um, and <clears throat> actually, that it it really goes very well with the question I was going to ask you, where so you know at, at this point you know more about it. You know, I'm talking about in reference referencing today than you did back then when. <clears throat> When old girl was poking the bear, so would you would you say? This is like a, one of those weird questions, but would you say that if you knew the concept of a safe word back then, instead of just yelling out "stop," that this would have just set a different course and you would have just completely circumvented BDSM altogether? <laughs> um, I, I honestly don't know.、Um... That is a very interesting question. <laughs> well, yeah, I mean, because I was, I was picturing it. You know, like she's telling you, you're telling her to stop. You know, there's a safe word. You know, there's, there, there's, there's, a, there's a prompt. You know, knowing that now, right? And and then she probably would have just laid off, maybe, maybe not. You know, and then you wouldn't have experienced. No, I, I don't think. <laughs> I don't think she would have.、Um, I think she. I mean. She was definitely one of those girls where she always got her way, kind of. Oh.、Um, oh. So, I, for her, if I was to go back now and like kind of assess, you know, what kind of person she was in the <laughs> lifestyle, I would say she was definitely just more about like she was. For her, it was strictly sexual. Oh.、Um, there, it wasn't so much about power exchange dynamics. It was just all about the sex, and that's it. You know. Gotcha.、Um, Outside of sex, I think it was just me, 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 and it's all about me, and that's it. <laughs>、well, um, she she picked the right profession. It seems to be that's <laughs> that's kind of the that's kind of the mindset to get into that one. That's but、uh, yeah. yeah, but so in reference to the lifestyle, she pretty much she was a at at best a blip on the radar screen, huh? She wasn't she wasn't yeah yeah gotcha. So it, it wouldn't have been her; it would have been somebody else some other time. But eventually, the the bear would have been <laughs> agitated. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs>、um, so 
Yeah, man. Like I, I go to this party and I saw a lot of things that I've never seen in my life, uh, and I was hooked, man. Like from that moment, I was like, "This is what I want." Like I was like, "I, I want to do this for the rest of my life." <laughs> hey, man. There it is. Um, and so, you know, I, I saw a lot of stuff. I got drunk out of my mind, like. <laughs> It was, I just, there was just so much going on, so much stimulation, man. Like, anywhere I looked, there was, like, some guy on a bench getting spanked by, you know, by uh, his his mistress mm-hmm. or some some girl on a St. Andrew's cross, you know, getting flogged. Uh, people just having sex. I mean, it was, it was a party, man. Like, it was a legit BDSM party, you know. Like, sometimes when you go to... Uh, uh, a dungeon or a or a club or a BDSM club, you know, in your local city, you know, um, it's very well. Usually, it's very well organized. There's like certain events going on, and usually, you don't see people having sex. Um, there are you know places where you can do that, but for the most part, it's not like everybody's just having a big orgy. Usually, there's like there's events going on like there's an exhibition of someone you know teaching how to do rope or um someone teaching how to flog or you know doing demonstrations on different techniques but this was this was a bdsm party man and it was (laughs) this was a whole (laughs) yeah you know how people say nowadays it was lit (laughs) it was lit yeah they they were they were no they were not holding back on that yeah and that's that's true that you say that because see i haven't been to one of those and that's i've been i went to a workshop right you know because like i like i i got a dread fascination with knots and this was like before, you know, any 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 exposure I had to BDSM, I was already like, I was already hooked on knots. You know, I'm not a sailor yeah, by yeah. by no stretch, but you know whatever. So, <clears throat> uh, and then I see knots there. I'm like, whoa! It's like it's a merger of the, the best things that I that that I enjoy visually in my life. Knots and a chick, you know, bounded by them. I'm like, this is awesome. That was the extent. It wasn't. <laughs> Like how you said, the only thing I can just picture is just, it's, you know, one of them classical paintings of, like, a Greek god, like Bacchus, you know, just getting everybody's shit face and just, just, just nudity everywhere. I was like, that's, 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 that's that's the image that comes to mind. Like, man, if you had Michelangelo or one of those guys there, he, 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 he he cook up that scene really quick. (laughs) Um, Whereas yeah, with yeah. it was just like okay, so this is how you tie a knot. I was like, okay, let's just let's let's blow through all that crap and and and, and skip right into the practice. Okay, all right. <laughs> but um, man, that that's that's a hell of an introduction, man. Like, you know, and and it's cool how 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 you how you're saying it that it first came from a desire that you didn't even know or or a side of you that did, you didn't even know was was present. It was dormant for this whole time, yeah. right? And then something of uh, uh external stimulus prompted it out of you and then then it set you on a path to go look for it you know and then of course the military can provide that for you you know so, <laughs> so there you go man and now you're at this party you walk through those broken doors and you're seeing all this you know if you can set the tone even more man like i got a 
you know, I'm trying to put on my 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 VR goggles right here, just trying to see what it is, right? So, <laughs> so we got a St. Andrew's cross with a chick tied to it one side. You know, there's some dude getting spanked by by his mistress on the other, and then and then there's a, there's you know, I'm, I'm assuming red lighting, maybe. No. <laughs> is it as clean um, as it was at the <laughs> Dude, his house, his house was so big, man. Like, so as soon as you walk through the doors, it's like a like a hallway, right? Mm. But the hallway splits up into like different little sections. So to your, I want to say it was to the left hand side. There's like a like two steps, and it goes into this bigger room, and that's where the guy was on the on the horse. Um, getting spanked and then to the right it went off into like i guess bedrooms and that's where like the his submissives because he had multiple submissives i think at that time um that's where like his submissives slept and then the main hallway led uh, out into the the living room Mm -hmm. and he had a bar he had an open bar man there's he had guys serving drinks he had a live dj um and once you like went into the outside he had a pool the pool had a slide that looked like a like a penis mm. <laughs> it was like it had balls in the you know the actual slide was like the the your dick the shaft um yeah <laughs> uh, and then there was like there was tents there was like tents everywhere and I was like tents? asking my friend, yeah, I was like, what what are these tents for, man? He's like, Well, he's like, what do you think? He's like, look at he's like, look, look around you, and I see like these bowls, and there's condoms in inside these bowls. And I'm like, You're shitting me, dude. And he's like, nah, man. He's like, You find someone that wants to wants to have sex, you know, free condoms. <laughs> I was just like, "What the heck is going on?" Were the um, were the tents of good taste, or are we talking just like your run of the mill Coleman? <laughs> uh, I honestly don't remember. Of course I remember not. They were blue. They were oh. all blue, and they were all the same. Oh, there was and a thing, <laughs> dude. Like it, I'm telling you, man. I've never been to a party ever. Like that was just like that. Like this was definitely probably one of the best parties I've ever went, been to and I've been I went to another one after that party mm-hmm. uh, and it was for one of the girls that uh, lived in that house I don't know I don't think it was uh, she was his submissive I think she was dating somebody else uh, but I went to another party a couple of months after that I think it was like a month before I got out of the Marines oh but, yeah and um but so you know obviously the party was great i got drunk i don't remember half the shit that happened uh but after that you know like i i essentially like threw myself to the wolves man because he was like dude you know like you're gonna see some shit that you've probably never even seen like you know i need to know that you're gonna be cool about it and i was like bro like this is what i want so I need to see it firsthand, like, how it all works out. And mind you, like, that's not how BDSM is. You know, like, the, the, the lifestyle, that's not how it always is. You know, like, it's a party. You know, so parties, you know, what do they do? They um, over-exaggerate everything. You know, like, it, it's a party. You're trying to have a good time. You're trying to, you know, be a good host. So, you know, 
I don't want people to think like, oh, this is how BDSM parties are. It's like, no, it's, you know, Master D just had the means to, to throw lavish parties. He was right. a wealthy, you know, he I wouldn't say he was a wealthy man, but he was definitely very financially stable and he had a good job. Um, so after the party, you know, I'm talking to my friend, you know, when we're going back, <laughs> he's taking me back to base and... and I was like, so what, like, what do I do? I was like, how do I get into this? Like, how do I, you know, there's dominant submissives. Like, what all, what does this all mean? And he was like, well, you know, like, what do you feel like you identify as? Like, do you, he's like, do you think you could let a girl, like, spank you and and tease you and just kind of, like, tell you what to do? And I was like you know in some ways that kind of sounds hot I was like but I don't think I was like I don't think that's me (laughs) Uh, you know so he's like so you'd say you're dominant I was like yeah like I'm I'm pretty you know dominant when it comes to certain things and certain aspects of my life Um, I was like so yeah I would say that that's what I identify as and so from that moment he was like all right well you know, we'll talk about this more, you know, once I kind of talk to the, the the community. And so, you know, I, I we went back to work. Everything was, you know, fine and dandy for a couple of weeks. And um, eventually he came back up to me and he was like, hey, man, like, you know, the Master D, uh, you know, he kind of gave me some advice. Talked to him about you. He's like... Um, we're gonna you know let you be part of the community so I was like all right sweet and essentially what happened was I had to find someone that would you know train me or was willing to train me um so back in the day um you know the way that BDSM came about was and this was actually this will actually have to be um, another episode that we actually talk about. But back in the day, you know, you couldn't just be a, a dominant. Um, you know, you had to. Usually, people started off as a submissive and kind of grew from there. And so, for me, you know, what they were telling telling me was that if I wanted to be a good dominant, I should submit under somebody and get trained Mm. and that's what I did I I found someone in the community you know that was willing to take me under her wing and she pretty much trained me for a whole year our contract was for one year and during that year I pretty much did whatever she wanted (laughs) you know we discussed terms we, we discussed limits you know like obviously like I wasn't going to like for me personally I was like I don't want anything up my butt (laughs) I was like I'm not doing anything sexual with it with other men you know I was okay with like you know being spanked and and being whipped and and uh humiliation and all those types of things because for me you know the way that they explained it was if you're gonna do these things to your partner you have to know what they feel like Wow. Empathy. So, yeah. So, like, you have to know, like, 
in some way or another, you have to kind of know what you're doing, right? Like, if you're going to flog somebody, how do you know, like, what their body's going through and what their body's feeling if you've never been flogged? Yeah. So, you know, and, and it... And it helps you, you know, kind of learn how to read body language as well, because you know what you feel like, you know. So, like, obviously, like, the other person is different, so they're they're not going to react the exact same way. But you have an idea of what to expect when you're doing that with somebody else. Yeah, it's a form of calibration, right? You know, yeah. Calibrating your empathy towards towards that type of action. Um, <clears throat> that's that's a that's a very very advanced concept uh, <laughs> I, I mean it's simple and, it, and, and, and yet it, and yet it's advanced in, 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 in your approach huh yeah so I did this for a year man and it was it was very humbling <laughs> there was definitely a lot of stuff that I did in that one year that um, looking back on it I'm like man like I must have really been into this <laughs> I mean I I was like I was I would dress up like a little dog man I was her little bitch <laughs> man you, you keep your eye on the prize man don't 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 like don't <laughs> don't take your eye um, off the prize <laughs> you know but but yeah I mean for me the reward was at the end of this i have a better understanding of what it means to be be submissive and how to be a dominant you know because i'll understand what it's like to be submissive that's that's value right there she was adding value without you know as, yeah <laughs> as she was getting leashed around and everything you you were actually getting taking home something that was that was applicable later on um did you know that at the time like was that something that or you i mean because you're looking back and you're like, man, I was really into it, but you know, I must have been. <laughs> um, but at the time, did were, were you aware that on the other side of that, you know, once you peek behind the curtain there, that you're gonna you're gonna be able to take this and and apply it as a submissive, or that was just kind of like learn on the job. <laughs> um, I mean, the whole reason why I I submitted to my mistress was because you know the way that they had presented it to me was if you want to be a good dominant this is what you should do it's not what you need to do it's what you should do um you know and you know like ultimately no one's really gonna know you know when you go to events and you go to you meet other people online or or you know if you move to a different city like people aren't gonna really know if if you have experience you know as a dominant like when you go into when you go to a different city or you you move you know states or whatever and you want to get into the bdsm community um if you've never met anybody like no one really knows you right so you can say whatever you want but ultimately if you start you know hanging out with these people and you start doing events and and you start you know engaging in scenes with these individuals like word's going to get around on whether you know you're the real deal or you're just full of shit true yeah yeah the 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 the, the performance 
yeah it, i mean and that's just i mean that's true with sports right i mean we can we can take it that that route as well you can say you're you're just a stud play, golfer or whatever but if you can't whack that fucking ball off the tee <laughs> that's, saying, <laughs> that's saying more than what you said than the whole mouthful of, 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 of crap that you try to try to feed everybody around you you know that's yeah so and and if you will you know if, if, if we could indulge on this one what's for instance I, I figured you would at one point or another come across somebody saying they're a dom not necessarily have happened it to you but you've seen it or something or or or, or maybe in the way that they they say something that just doesn't click right so for instance oh yeah well yeah i'm, I'm a dom or I, I saw this mostly it with mike's very you know i don't think i got i can't say i got years of experience but in my experience that 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 you know that i was exposed to that shit um like for instance with the whole shibari right the the <clears throat> the knots and bondage and all that stuff you, you tie a girl the wrong way she, she's she's going down and not the way you want to you know <laughs> you, you can have you can have a scene and not the kind you want to have you know with a lot of other people that you didn't want involved <clears throat> pressing charges so um uh, you know it's it's yeah well of course anybody can tie a knot and you just but you know there's some knots that you just don't do <laughs> in places yeah. that you don't so the minute i saw that or that i was spotting it i was like this guy doesn't or this girl doesn't know what the hell they're doing or or what they're asking for even because i've had i had somebody ask me for some weird cockamamie you know it was beyond my scope of saying you know and maybe that maybe that's something that can be done i just wasn't aware of it at the time but that's something that i kind of had a back out of uh, a certain type of knot in a certain region of of her body and i was like nope shut it down because uh that's impossible <laughs> that's, that's all i said <laughs> um yeah, yeah. uh so when 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 you saw that and and you know you're saying you know there's a lot of people full of shit uh i guess the question that i'm hovering around is <clears throat> uh through their performance have you and your experience have you been able to spot fakes just on just on on those cues uh or or visual prompts that you see like for instance well this guy's a, he's claiming he's a dom but i'm seeing otherwise <laughs> um i wouldn't say i've necessarily seen seen it firsthand like in person uh just because the last um the last community i was in was in dallas um mm. in collin county and everybody there was what they were the real deal um gotcha. my my mentor actually he runs that that um that munch or that group and uh everybody there was very knowledgeable everybody knew exactly what they were you know what they were there for um they knew their limits and so i never really like you know saw anybody that kind of seemed like they were talking a big game that you know they couldn't do mm -hmm. but i think with the you know where we are at right now as a society you know everything's online um there's definitely a lot of people that i would say you know that try to you know paint a big picture of who they are and you can easily find out you know if, if they're the shit or not just by asking like 
what does you know ssc stand for safe sane and consensual you know like what type of play do you do you know and if they're like oh like uh you know i I like choking and slapping and it's like that's that's not different types of play (laughs) (laughs) you know like um there's impact play sensory play degradation um you know knife play or edge play for those who are very technical um shibari you know like there's all there's it's not necessary that that you should know these technical terms but if they're trying to portray themselves as someone who knows like a lot you know they for the most part you would use proper terms not always but you know usually you can kind of tell when someone's you know full of shit by the way that they explain you know what they're into (laughs) um and so that there's actually a good book i can't remember what the who the author is but there is a book it's called 62 questions to ask your dominant i think that's the name i'm not sure i'll have to look this up um but it's exactly what it says 62 questions to ask your dominant and you can and those 62 questions are i would say they're very important for not just a submissive but for dominance as well because mm-hmm. um, you can kind of learn you know how to ask the right questions and how to figure out if the person that you're talking to you know is is real like if they really are a dominant or not um i think for me you know after i went through that whole year of being a submissive um it kind of you know like i I would say that i'm very old school in the sense that i feel like bdsm bdsm has a lot of traditions and customs and courtesies i would say that a lot of people don't follow now um and i would say it's because you know Ooh, I the got media, I, yeah. The, the media on. has kind of, you know, like it's sold it. You know, the media has sold BDSM in a mainstream <laughs> way where it's like everybody's a dominant now. Everybody's a submissive. Well, I and, mean, they take a crash course at the at the theater, man. <laughs> <laughs> they come out the fully fledged, according to Hollywood. <laughs> um, so like. You know, for me, after that, it's it's really hard to, you know, look at people now and, and see how everybody's a dominant or everybody's a submissive. And I know this might sound really bad, but it's, it's almost like the community has been watered down. You know, like everything now is, um, how do I say this? Um... Well, the lines have been blurred, right? I mean, they, they uh, and, 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 and it goes back to saying what you said, the, the media, I mean, <clears throat> Fifty Shades was out and I'm not trying to throw dirt there or anything. The movie, I'm sure the book was better than the movie, I'm, I'm, but uh, nah, the, the book was horrible. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, that is painful. <laughs> that, so the, so the movie, so they got the better slice of the deal then. So they saw the movie, um, you know, and, I think it opened up the floodgates, not just for those who, I mean, I think it's it's a it's a dichotomy in within of itself. For instance, and I didn't mean to cut you off there. I, I I'll get you back on track. But uh, uh, on one hand, nobody knew what the hell BDSM even meant, and then 
and then and then all of a sudden Anastasia is getting flogged and people are pouring into Google and asking these questions and then BDSM comes out of nowhere and then they start it, it sheds some light <clears throat> but I mean it, you know when you get down to the nitty and the gritty of the of the movie it's not necessarily displaying the proper way or protocol or which to follow I don't even remember the contract being fucking signed in the first place, but there was flogging and spanking. <laughs> you know what I mean? So, like, I think it 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 it, it developed the their first lesson or exposure to that, and they already have a training scar. You know, where yeah, yeah. doing it wrong, consensual, my ass, you know, and all that shit, and 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 some, and it could be it it can lead. You know, I don't think it. <clears throat> I don't think that it it is. They they, they 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 financed or they 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 intended for that to happen but it created a situation where consent was no longer primordial like like <clears throat> do i get a yes from you yes okay all right that i mean with these type of things i would say it, it's more than just a handshake agreement you know especially the deeper and because we're talking about pushing limits here so you're getting to a point yeah. where it's out of comfort zone and some paper needs to be drawn up, you know, with some signatures in there with and specifying exactly what it is um, that, that that's going to take place. Otherwise you can find yourself in a, in the type of world of hurt you don't want to be in <laughs> the kind of yeah. hurt that you don't, you didn't want in the first place. Um, and, and oh, like man, you said, I got, I got a funny story about that, but we'll leave that for another, another episode. <laughs> oh man, we already got three episodes on cue because of all this. That's awesome. All right. Um, but uh, but yeah, I mean the lines were blurred. I mean, I I think I fell victim of it myself, man. I mean, you know, this could probably be some other time when I can say when I got it into it or or I was I was you know brought into or not brought into but uh, exposed to it the first time. Uh, you know, I was more like skittish about it, like oh, what the hell, and then. And then Fifty Shades came around. I'm like, oh, it's acceptable. Oh shit! All right, and I guess <laughs> you know what I mean. Like it did influence me. I, I, I'll, yeah, I'll yeah. say to that, um, I was just lucky enough that I did some due diligence and looked back and and put the movie under a microscope or the storyline and realized, holy shit, these guys are just like fucking the dog over here. They're not. They're not. They're not crossing their eyes and getting their ducks in a row at all. Um, and I mean. <clears throat> It, it now it's easy to fall prey. I mean, as a submissive, because now they're thinking, well, I guess that's what they do. <laughs> um, yeah, and, and then that's that's also the thing, man. It's like everybody uses the title dominant or daddy. I mean, you just go to social media, man, and type in daddy dom, man. It's like every like a hundred accounts of daddy dom, <laughs> this daddy dominant, daddy dom with baby girl. It's like. You know, and and sadly, I will say that at least, at least forty to fifty percent of those accounts are minors. Oh, and man. that's and that's the part that that's a, you know it's a big issue that the community is having to deal with now is that kids these days, man, they're starting young, like and. And they have no idea, like, what it really is. You know, it's, it's, there's no clue as far as, like, what it means to actually be a daddy dom. You know, it's, it's, it's so popular and it's so common. It's, you know, 
I mean, there's kids like 16, 15 years old that are watching that movie. What's it called? The Lolita. And I'm yeah. like, but you know, like it, the movie in one, in some, some way, you know, kind of romanticizes that lifestyle, but you know, the movie's actually trying to, you know, show you that it's fucked up, but you know, for whatever reason, our society, you know, has these kids thinking that it's, it's hot. Well, I mean, what can I say, dude? You know, like the, uh, you know, back Lolita. <laughs> yeah. Um, the it, it, I think there was I think the I think there was a meme of all things, man. I am I, I must be a millennial, right? But uh, it really put things in perspective. It was someone getting kicked around Facebook or some shit. I, I forgot where I saw it, but the 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 meme was all right. So you know, it, and it's referencing Fifty Shades, like oh yeah, you're gonna get all you know get get your, everything's taking place and Mr. Gray's you know you know doing doing his thing with with old girl and everything. <clears throat> is that hot? And most women were like, "Oh no, that's awesome, that's awesome." All right, now let's 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 tweak it a little bit. He doesn't live in a house like that. He doesn't have a helicopter. You strip away any sense of luxury, and you throw his ass in a fucking trailer. <laughs> what do you got? <laughs> he don't got the girl. He got a lawsuit. <laughs> like, You're right. So that's you know that at, at its core, it, the 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 fundamentals weren't present. You know, and so. And I mean, I'm not saying, you know, if you live in a trailer, you know, more power to you or whatever, you know, there's some people can do it. Some people actually like it, whatever, you know, that's all great. You know, I'm not, I'm not trying to bash on, on the lifestyle outside of this lifestyle that you have, but an educated person wouldn't see the trailer as a deciding, as a deciding factor, right? It's either, and, and. Meanwhile, Anastasia is like pretty much just trying to check the old, you know, old boys' uh, checking account. All right, well, what are the assets? And what do you got? Oh, okay, all right. <laughs> you're not a weirdo. Okay, that's what I just wonder. You know, financially, you're not. You know, you, you come across as not a weirdo. I'm like, well, he was the biggest weirdo in the whole movie. You know, like. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, I mean, the 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 it was romanticized, and it, the whole romanticism with it. You know, it's kind of the whole Cinderella story. Uh, you know, you take a chick with a B, uh, VW Beetle and throw a Volvo at her, she'll come crawling at your feet. You know, then that's apparently. <clears throat> I had a I had a few conversations with women about the movie, on an intellectual, or you know, as close as it can be, about that movie. Why is it good? And I, it just really resulted in me just asking all kinds of questions. Like I'm just trying to get in your head or trying to figure out what it is that you see in this movie that you're just so worked up about in a, in a good way. And uh, well, he's hot. Well, of course, he is. They're not gonna put an ugly guy. <laughs> <laughs> Moving past that, what else do you got? You know, and their arguments essentially were mm, baseless. Um, and then, of course, hey, so so you like BDSM? What? <laughs> I'm like, oh god, <laughs> never mind. I'll talk to you later. You know, so it was. It, that's the that's the whole deal, man. Right now, like you said, it's just the media really sunk his uh, claws into this thing and monetized it I think more than anything it was definitely something that it, a, a society looks like it's ready to some degree I mean you take this back to the 80s and god this would be like borderline smut film for the common viewer um, I mean uh, yeah, not a, yeah I, I definitely agree with that <laughs> whereas now it's like okay we kind of get the idea it's all good um, and 
I don't know, man. I mean, <clears throat> you say it's sad. Um, I'm saying it's sad because, you know, yeah, you got, <clears throat> you know, mom is watching it while the kid is like right there, you know, and I think, <laughs> I think it was really like, because I, I, I didn't saw part one. I saw part two, regrettably, you know, and there was nothing else to do that day. So what the hell? So we went and they took kids to the damn theater, seeing that shit, you know, like I'm talking kids, man, like, like grade school, like below middle school average. And they're already thrown into something that it only took you 17 years to kind of come across. And that's because you discovered it within yourself. Yeah. You're in the military at 17 or, uh, well, yeah, I was, so I was 17 when when I decided I wanted to join, and I actually had to have my my mother um, sign off the paperwork, giving consent for me to you know join. Mm-hmm. But I turned 18 my first week in, in the Marines. Oh. oh, okay. So when you met when you met the mechanic at the, like at the motor pool or whatever, I mean you were you were you were yeah, you I was were, already 18. You were legal, all right. So so you know so that 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 works right i mean it, you kind of i mean everybody at 18 is young and stupid you know but at 17 i mean that uh, you know actually kick it da- uh, kick it back a few years like 13 12 10 9 going to go see a movie like that your mind is not <clears throat> anywhere near primed to even see those images i would yeah. in my opinion right i mean there's you and if they, and if you are, that is not the way to come across it the first time. So, um, and I'm not saying you are, <laughs> but, but I mean, that is just the worst of the worst, man. So it makes you think what's going to happen in a 10 years time when these kids become of age. And now they have this really screwed up concept of what BDSM is, because I'm sure by now they even know what the acronym stands for, but <clears throat> being exposed to something that early kind of rewires you in a way that maybe yeah you know what i mean um i mean but, uh, it's it's so my thing with that is you know it's not so much that bdsm is bad but when you're that young and you don't really your your brain's not fully matured man like your brain doesn't fully mature until you're after, until you're 25 right so right yeah. Um, well yeah <laughs> yeah i mean that'll be a whole different topic that we can actually talk about because it i have a whole lot to say on that but uh when you're that young you know when you you start being exposed to bdsm you're not fully understanding what goes into it you know like um you have to understand that consent is a big major part of that you know and like the acts that you're doing you know you're not just doing them just because there's there's a purpose and a meaning behind you know the acts that you're doing right absolutely you know and if and if you're 15 14 years old watching this stuff you know like in some way i feel like it kind of skews your view on relationships because now you're thinking like oh that's how it needs to be but it's like you know that that's not how it is (laughs) you know like there's a difference between like what you see online on porn and and you know in movies and what actually happens in real life you know (laughs) yeah yeah you know same thing same thing with regular porn you know when you're that age how many young kids i mean i know when i was freaking 16 years old watching porn i was like oh man i want to do that (laughs) 
<laughs> America <laughs> Online, man. <laughs> that was your best friend. That was my best friend. I know. I know what you mean, man. Any <laughs> minute now, man, just download and we'll be able to see the whole nip. <laughs> you know, like your the expectations that are being set are are they're not realistic. You know, like that's why you have you know young adults who have sex with with women and and they're trying to do these things that they're watching on in porn that they're not realistic you know it's like the it, they're acting you know it's it's mm-hmm. they're professionals they're acting simply to stimulate your senses like everything that they do in a porn set you know the angles the the positions granted some you know positions are you know are real but some of the positions that they shoot in, like, it's all simply to stimulate your mind. You know, it's to get you to want to come back and watch it again. It was um, definitely rehearsed. For yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, you know, I definitely feel like the way that I came came about getting into the lifestyle and the way that I, you know, started learning is definitely a lot different than than what most I would say most men that are getting into it nowadays is like um, I would say that mostly almost everybody that I've interacted with that was a guy or a male that you know was considering themselves as a dominant mm-hmm. in the last I want to say maybe the last four years has been through the media has been through like the books has been through like the the movies from Fifty Shades, I mean, the only good thing that Fifty Shades did for the BDSM community was that it exposed everybody to it, mm-hmm. and even that was horrible. <laughs> no, it was double edged sword, absolutely. I mean, <clears throat> you know, on the one hand, all right, oh, you do that, well, good for you, you know, and then that's great. <laughs> now it's not the hot topic. We're like you know like what the hell is wrong with you or you know the, that question can still be asked but the, the the risk has been mitigated substantially because of that like oh you're doing that 50 shit okay you know, yeah, yeah. you know and then they just shrug it off uh, <clears throat> but yeah so that's the good side but what it, what, what would you say the bad side is uh, you know in, in 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 your words i think i kind of gave the whole spiel on it but like so 50 shades came out good Shed some light. Bad? Why? <laughs> um, I think I think it goes back to what I was saying, man. It it set unrealistic standards. <clears throat> um sure. and, and I think that's probably the worst thing that you can do for anything, for any type of like activity, is to set unrealistic standards because now you have people who are trying to do these things that are not obtainable, right? So a lot of women, I would say, kind of got infatuated with the idea of Mr. Gray, right? Who's this very successful, super rich, you know, guy who is obsessed and like he's all about Anastasia and he's all about this girl. But, you know, like that's that's not real, man. Like the average American isn't some wealthy, rich guy who has helicopters and, and cars. Mm-hmm. So... You know, now you have women who who believe that that's how these dominants are, and you also have these men who who might have uh, money and you know have some wealth, 
that are now using that to their advantage and and are taking advantage of women because they they sell the fantasy. Um, and I think that's that's what's more you know harmful to the community than anything else. Uh, it's been weaponized. Yeah, I mean, just <laughs> I've you know I've spoken to a couple you know uh, submissives the last couple years and. You know, a lot of them, they meet this guy who claims to be everything they want, but, you know, in reality, they just want some nudes. <laughs> oh, oh, that's low. <laughs> yeah, man, it's, it's, it's oh. bad. Um, I mean, it's, 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 it's a sad time. <laughs> oh, it's, it's a, a sad, sad time to be uh, alive. <laughs> it's a good time to be educated, though. I, wouldn't you agree? I mean, it's... yeah. I mean, it, it, you know, the internet isn't what it was, hell, two years ago. You know, every day you're just, there's just more countless sites being added, uh, new words being typed in. And, 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 and at one point I could say, I would venture to say that you would probably get the facts straight if you just Googled it. You know, now it's the schism that, <clears throat> or the cliche that, well, it's on the internet, so it must be true. So it's been the same thing has been watered down on on that front and so now you're getting you're getting misinformed uh you know in in, in into thinking you might stumble across <clears throat> the uh a wrong web page where it's trying to quote unquote educate you you know and 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 now you've just been <laughs> you've been you've been you've been you've been sold a bill of goods you know so <laughs> yeah um but it's it's a good time to to educate i would say too because it there are there are people that are actually looking for that you know and 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 looking for the right way of doing things um maybe because they've just grown tired or weary of what they've seen um maybe through experience or otherwise where um where for instance you know now they're 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 the the tables have turned to now where they're they're looking for somebody and and it's been more broadcasted uh you know so i think i would say you know as a as somebody within the community that it's incumbent upon them to to really you know reach out there and try to bring bring this thing you know more grounded than it is right now to to get the to get the people on the same sheet of music, you know, where, where they need to be instead of out there in La La Land thinking about, you know, oh, this <laughs> and uh, all this, all this fantasy crap, you know, that's what Disney's for, man. You know, just, you know, pretend to fly yeah. a carpet, you know, come over here and learn something for a change and, and, and actually, and, and do this in a way to, man, I would say, I don't know, uh, make yourself a, the better version that you of yourself uh, uh because yeah, and i mean that's that's kind of where like you know where the whole brand kind of started was um with the idea to educate and um i think that's that's my goal ultimately is you know i i want to share my knowledge um i mean by no means am i like a master or you know do I consider myself to know all things, you know, in BDSM, but I do feel like I bring something to the table, I guess, in a sense, um, 
And I really haven't seen, you know, a lot of people trying to do that um, through... I mean, I've, I've seen plenty of, like, social media accounts that they share, you know, like, knowledge and stuff. But I don't think it's, like, their main goal. Mm-hmm. And um, after Tumblr, you know, went down with the whole ban on basically sex, <laughs> um, there was lo- there was lots of, you know, good accounts that, that had articles and, and were pushing knowledge and... You know, it was a good community for BDSM, but, you know, social media accounts are kind of cracking down on on explicit, you know, quote unquote explicit content. Um, So, I mean, my last account, my main account, we had how many followers we had, like 27,000 followers on Instagram. Yeah, I think you probably went up, you probably peaked even, but it, it dipped right for a little bit and then and then it went dark. Yeah, they, they took me off, man. They completely banned me. <laughs> and uh, they, they never gave me a reason, man. They, they just... Account was gone. And I was like, what the hell happened? Um, but, you know, I, I think that was good because now with the new account, we definitely have a little bit more of a, a strategy. Everything is... I feel like it's more uh, clean. You know, we have like an actual theme that's going with the account. And now we have the podcast and we have the apparel. So we have, I guess, like the, the trifecta going. <laughs> the trifecta. Yeah, no, absolutely. The uh, That was a that was a sad day, man. But, you know, it, it we, you know, we you could say you, you've gained some knowledge from that experience within of itself. Like there's obviously an audience there for you that that requires that they feel that there's 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 value there right and and now that you know that you would be doing them a disservice to not continue doing it (laughs) so yeah (laughs) you know it's it's it's, you you kind of open pandora's box there and you know it's not it's not it's not necessarily not in a bad way you know but kind of just like hey look look in here for good reasons and you'll you know and now we're shut down it's just you know, understandably, we're into damage control because, well, you know, going from twenty-seven to zero is—it's—it's it's not a good day in anybody's books. Um, and I think the necessity also drove, you know, your 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 <clears throat> your call. You know, you're pretty much to, to to make a podcast. Just to, you can widen that range a little bit more and and try to get one of those. You know, those. So at least one of those twenty-seven thousand souls that, <laughs> that perish with the accounts or whatever, you know, it's yeah. it's a it's a it's a it's a good thing, man. It really is. Um, you know, I mean, we could probably go on forever on this, and I think we should. But uh, I think uh, the uh, the humble beginning, the pilot of this podcast, is always great. You know, to to have it like that I think you know I don't know I mean this was a very I mean like I said full disclosure this this thing has no no theme no 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 structure no format whatsoever <laughs> right uh, and but we knew that going in because we wanted a little bit more of a of a transparency uh, factor thrown in there in, into the whole pot right there and and, and you know just 
to regular Joe, man. You know, just somebody who just likes yeah. who likes this stuff, and you know, the social status should never dictate what you like in the room, and what you know, and therefore also should not dictate on you by somebody else with social status what you should yeah. like. You know, so that's that's great, man. Uh, you know, I'm I'm looking forward to to all of this. I mean, I learned more about all this stuff through you than I did through the movie granted you know movie had visuals so that's <laughs> awesome you know they had that going for them but yeah yeah i mean it's just like well you were in the military so you can see like when you watch a war movie you're like oh they messed up there oh you know you just start pointing out flaws left <laughs> and right and, and that's good you know because now you're looking at it not you know not for the aesthetics but you're looking at it objectively and that's definitely a good thing for everybody to look at anything even this as well like whoa you know that's that's no that doesn't jive and and one thing that really drew my attention i know we're probably closing closing to a ah, closing coming to a close here but um um and i think i'm just gonna say this and then we can probably expand on it some other time but that sure you're a submissive i'm sure you, you could be a dominant but as a dominant you're not the most powerful person in the room. <laughs> yeah. You know, and that was, that's like, whoa, whoa, stop there. I gotta, I gotta hear more on that. But uh, I think that's something that we can expand <laughs> upon some other time, you know, and really bring it to light because, <clears throat> you know, it's, it's, it's only fair for people to understand that, that, you know, it's, it's, there's something else actually. There's, there's a, there's a fine yeah. print on that one. But, um, man, I, shoot, man, I'm, 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 I'm stoked, man. I'm blown away. I'm glad to be part of it, you know, the first episode on this one. And uh, it, it, your anecdotes and all that stuff, that 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 was just... I was in that room, bro. <laughs> I was in that house. <laughs> um, I can see, yeah, the, nah. see the getting spanked on the horse and everything. <laughs> color. <laughs> so that's awesome, man. I appreciate that a lot. Yeah, I'll definitely, you know, through this podcast, we'll we'll be sharing more. I'll be sharing more about my stories. Um, you know, we'll, we'll try and get some people that um, to come on the podcast, you know, to share their stories too. I have a couple friends that um, I think it would be really cool to have them on, and uh, you know, we'll we'll explore BDSM and and share our thoughts and our findings, and uh, hopefully, you know whoever's listening hopefully y'all enjoy this and uh, y'all stick around (laughs) so it was great man uh i would say this was a a very successful first episode and um we'll we'll uh, see y'all next time so we haven't figured out exactly how often we're going to be doing these podcasts but we'll definitely be doing these as often as we can and uh, we'll make sure to make them sweet and interesting and unedited and raw so y'all get the full you know the full experience so i'm jason my friend uriel and uh we'll see y'all next time all right later